1: Day 54 today. Day 54. Yeah. Hello. Hi. I'm just, I'm scrambling (laughs) because I was just like complete Zen a few minutes ago. I'm, man, I'm loving getting up early. I'm getting up early. I'm working out in the morning. I'm just loving my whole, it was hard. It was really hard when I first started, but now something has clicked and I look forward to going to bed at night so I can wake up and do my morning routine. I get up for everybody in the house and I, you know, I I make some tea. I usually tidy up the kitchen for the night before because I have teenagers teenagers who are up in the middle of the night. I don't even know what they do. Um, And, you know, I get the dog's food ready and I do a bunch of things. And uh, yeah, I've taken that over from Tony. Tony used to do that come downstairs. Um, I've been watching a bunch of like sort of like YouTube videos and listening to podcasts, which I really love. And, you know, put my, my ear pods in, put my running shoes on and I just kind of like start really slow and then I get into it. And then halfway through my workout, something just clicks. It's like my mind is calm. And finish up my workout, and then doing some stretches. I did my thirty squats today, yo. Did my thirty squats today. I was on the Bosu ball, one of those half ball things I got off of Amazon. Did my squats up and down. Did my got my thirty in, and. Then I close my eyes at the end and I lie on the mat, do some stretching, kind of visualize my day. and just sets me up for my whole day. And then this morning, you know, Tony and I went and dropped off our son and then I bought a couple books. So I bought the new Worthy book from um, Jamie Kern Lima. I was watching – so I did this whole thing with her uh, on the weekend and it was like this big long talk anyway. Uh, all about feeling worthy. And there's a big difference between feeling worthy and being confident. Big difference there. You can be confident and successful and still not feel worthy. And so I picked up her book, which I highly suggest that you do, although I haven't read the whole thing, but I know it's going to be good. So I got back from dropping off Rolex and I went upstairs and I started reading. And then I was like, oh shit, I need to be on live right now. I need to be on live right now. (laughs) Um, I want to talk to you, uh, get those questions, Lined up because I want to. I just started reading it. I get want to get those right into those questions. But what I was thinking about this morning is I've been talking a lot lately about manifesting, talking about your why, right? Talking about the end game, talking about all of that. And what I want to talk about today, remember the other day I did do that visualizing thing and I was thinking about that today, visualizing how you want to feel, feel a year out. Where do you want to be a year out? How's that going to feel? What's that going to look like? You know, what are the things that you're doing to support how you want to feel, how you want to look? how you want to live your life a year out. And I thought a year out is great. That's great. I know I'm where I want to be. But a lot of times what we don't do is really focus on the how. We focus on what we want. We focus on why we want it. We got that down pat around here. But we don't really focus on how. And so the living method is the how. The things that you're doing each week are the how. But I think we really have to connect with that. And I was thinking about intentions. And I want to ask you, are you intentionally trying to lose weight? That was my thought today. I wrote it down in my book. Are you intentionally... Trying to lose weight, and you might be like, "Well, yeah, duh. Of course, I'm intentionally trying to lose weight. Like, I signed up for this program. I intend to lose weight. I'm here because I've intentionally, I'm intentionally trying to lose weight." But no, are you intentionally trying to lose weight day in, day out? Think about those intentions, like those those, those intentions each morning. I love because that, you know, talking about what you want to do brings it to the forefront of your mind End of day reflections reflecting on your day. But are you actually being intentional about your intentions? Really, truly like thinking and feeling the things that you need to do each day and visualizing that, visualizing, you know, going throughout your day and, you know, maybe being too busy at work to fit in that meal or snack, or, you know, how your day is, how are you going to split up that meal or snack? Like that feeling of, okay, this is inconvenient. I'm not sure how I'm going to do that. Or visualize, you know, for some of you who are worried about what you're going to say to other people, like, what are you going to say to other people? You know, are you going to work out today? Like really just not put it on your paper, but like, what does it usually mean for you to try to work out? Do you ever feel like working out? Are you just kind of, do you like, maybe you need to visualize yourself hating working out? you're getting up in the morning. What's it going to feel like to work out? I'm not excited about it, but you got to do it anyway. And then visualize yourself not being excited, but following through and doing it anyway. I woke up, I'm tired. I don't want to get out of bed. If you do this every day where you go to bed at night and you're like, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to work out, or I'm going to go for a walk, or I'm going to make a healthy breakfast, or I'm going to get in my water in, or I'm going to start my lemon water, or I'm going to take my supplements or whatever, right? Visualize yourself waking up. What happens? What's your thought process there? I don't want to get up. I'm going to go back to bed because that's you normally what you usually do. And yeah, you want to reach that goal. You know what you want. You know what you, why you want it, but that's not helping you get out of bed every day and do the things that you need to do. So you want to visualize yourself getting out of bed and feeling how it feels. You're tired. You don't want to do this, but you're going to put your feet on the floor and then you're going to walk downstairs. You're going to get that lemon water. You're going to get on the treadmill. You're going to get dressed. You're going to go out the door. Maybe it's cold outside. You're cold you don't want to go for a walk. You're going to get on your treadmill or your walking pad or whatever, and your body's going to be creaky and you're tired. And you're just like, but then you're going to also feel what it feels like to get your body moving and start working out. And then you're like, okay, I'm doing this. And then you're going to visualize yourself finishing that workout and how you feel. I feel great. Wow. I got that done. And then you're going to visualize going to eat breakfast and you know, your kids are in a rush, you got to get them off to school and whatnot. You know, it's not really easy for you to make some eggs for yourself. So you always just skip breakfast because you're getting breakfast for everybody else. You're going to take time for yourself and you're going to make those eggs or whatever. And maybe, maybe, maybe you hate making the eggs because you got dirty pans in your sink, but you're just going to leave that dirty pan in your sink. You're going to come back to it later on in the day. Do you know what I mean? Like, how are you actually going to show up? What are the things that you're going to do What do you need to do and how are you going to do them? So I think when we think about we're intentional about the things that we're doing, we're not really, we have this intention to lose weight. We know what we want to do. We know why we want to do it, but we're not intentional about the things we actually need to do. And it's not just making a to-do list. Your intentions each morning are not a to-do list. You got to visualize, manifest you doing the things that you need to do each day, not just manifesting the end not just manifesting the end. So just something to think about, just kind of like you take a step back when it comes to those intentions and being intentional about the rest of the time that we have left. Really be intentional about the things that you need to do right now, today, in order to get you to the end of the program, the process. Anyway, should I think about when I'm on the... On my little walking pad. (laughs) I'm about to head to the shower while listening to Gina. Oh, I love that. Hi, Judy. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Friday, everyone. It is the weekend. It's the weekend. It's the weekend. So really not a convenient time to split up your meals and snacks. Or maybe it is because your routine is a little off. Whatever it is, whether you can split up all the meals and snacks or just some of the meals and snacks, honestly, you're doing great. If you are still here seven weeks in, you are doing amazing. You are doing amazing. Remember the tweaks. Each tweaker designed just to go like level up a little bit more, dive in a little deeper. Hi, Ray. When I'm splitting my meals and snacks, I'm finding I'm able to eat most of my second portion, leaving a few bites. Is this an indication my portion sizes are potentially appropriate? So you can't tell by what you're looking at, you can only tell by how you're feeling with those portions. And that may be the case today. The case tomorrow may be different. The case tomorrow is you have that first portion, you wait half hour, you eat the second portion, you need to go back for a third. And or, you know, the day after that, you have that first portion, you wait that half hour, you're not hungry at all for that second portion, right? Now, it could very well mean that you are getting more in tune with your body's actual needs, rather than what it wants or what it's used to. And so you know, this has been a real process to get in tune to how much your body needs. So now what I would do with you is like, it's one thing to know what you need in order to feel satisfied, but remember in asking those four questions, it's not just satisfied in the moment, right? It's feeling satisfied when you walk away 10, 15 minutes later. So I would really dive into that. But yeah, I mean, it could be that you're just naturally getting more in tune with what you're, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't use the words potentially appropriate. Um, I would say you are probably getting more in tune to, into your portions, but you want to make sure that you are in tune to those changing. They're always what they feel like, not what they look like. So one day you might need one egg, the next day, two eggs, the next day, three eggs, and then the next day you might not be hungry at all. So pay attention to that. But yeah, you are actually getting, adding into your portions. That makes sense. Hi, Victoria. Did a whole day of food splitting. Definitely wasn't hungry after dinner or craving any sweets. No time for any of that. Yeah. So some of you might find that you're extra hungry because you're making your body work really hard, extra hard. Or some of you might find like you're just done. You're just like, I don't want to eat again. I'm like so done with eating. I ate all freaking day long. The last thing I want to do is keep eating. Think about what that's doing to your mind, right? Think about what that is doing to your mind, which is really cool. And this is part of when we say we're reworking how your body has come to function physically. It's also how your brain is wired too. And so you take years and years and years of dieting where you try not to eat, not give into cravings, you know, that type of thing, feeling like you're never getting enough, trying to control, moderate your portions and whatnot. Now you're forced to eat more often. And then you're just like, "Ah, okay, yeah, I'm just, you know, I just am done with eating. I've eaten enough today. I'm done with it. I'm done with that. That's going to help kind of reset set you to a place where you can take it or leave it. Right? And that's that's one of my goals for you at the end of the program. Again, this is finally and forever is not a magic pill. Finally and forever is not a given. What you are learning is the skills that you need to lose your weight and keep it off forever. Lose your weight in a healthy way and keep it off forever. And so this is a big part of that, right? What you're learning along the way. I want you to be able to be in a room full of your favorite food and not bat an eyelash at it and just be like, oh, this looks good. I want some. I'm going to have some. You're going to eat it. You're going to enjoy it. You're going to just move along. That's it. That's it. Or you're going to be like, you know what? This looks delicious. I'm not actually hungry. I'm not. I'm good. Thanks. I'm um, good. Thanks. Because I mean, we're adults, right? We can buy whatever we want. Food wise, we want the chocolate, we want the chips, we want the yummy this, we want the yummy that. It's not like we're waiting on our moms and dads in order to get it for us. We can pretty much have whatever you want whenever you want it. Really? You know, and so I want you to get to this place where you're really calm. That's when I say calm around food. That's one of the things I mean by that calm around food. So this, this, this feeding the metabolism tweak is really great for that the downsizing, really shake things up, right? And then the the feeding the metabolism, total contrast to that, I love it. I love it, I love it, I love it. Uh, I was in the wrong live. I was one pant size down, yay, but I don't understand how they fit me if I was 30 pounds less when they used to fit me. Did 30 squats. Okay, this. You wanna know why those pants fit you now when you wore them 30 pounds less? Because 20 pounds doing the living method is like 40 pounds on another diet. You are not just starving and depriving your fat off and losing a shit ton of muscle mass along with it. You are losing your weight in a healthy way. So this is the difference. This is what you're noticing is healthy weight loss, losing weight by also simultaneously giving the body what it needs, giving the resources it needs to repair, to rebuild, to regenerate. To rejuvenate, to maintain your muscle mass, right? This is what that is. This is, and I was talking about this the other day where I started to notice a couple of years back when I started to follow some people who were doing the program and who were accumulating a large amount of weight loss. And I was seeing it because I would see clients. A lot of times I would never see a client. I would see, I would just, when I take personal clients, because I have clients from all over the world, they would just text me. And so I wouldn't even see them. And, or if I did, it would be every now and then, you know, that you lost weight. Great. But I'm seeing people in photos, you know, and um, what I realized, I was like, what is going on here? There's something about this. And I was like, holy shit, what we are seeing, because we've all seen the before and afters of the diet industry out there. We've all seen them. What we are actually seeing is healthy weight loss. That hits different, it looks different, it feels different because it's different. So pull those clothes out of the back of your closet because chances are by the time you're, if you're waiting to a certain weight, to fit into them, they're going to be too big for you. They're going to be. So pull them out, pull them out, pull them out. I love that you did the 30 squats. You guys are so fun. We need to do more fun challenges like that for sure. Hit a new low. Hi, Lori, almost 20 pounds down after three sessions. Good for you. Couldn't figure out why my feet were so cold and I was napping even though my sleep has been great. Asked Olivia AI and it turns out it's part of detox. Yeah, it can be. Definitely seeing better results as I followed the program more closely since I first joined. It really does work the body feels it and you feel in touch with its response. Yeah, for so, like it's a lot, right? The program is a lot. So you've just gotten better and better, and better. And being in tune is not an easy thing to do. Um, even though you're born being in tune, we get so dis- disconnected. It's not an easy thing to reconnect with yourself. It's not an easy thing to work through issues and associations tied in around food because we use food for so many things. It's not an easy thing to break old habits and create new ones. It's not an easy thing to work through past traumas. And it's not an easy thing to believe to believe like, it's almost like, it's not what you put into this process. You're going to get out of it. It's what you believe is what you're going to get out of it. You know, you know what I mean? So, so that's, that's how it is sometimes that, and I, you know, I have so much mad respect for people who quit in the beginning. And then they came back, second program, third program, people who quit midway through and then they come back, you know, people who've lost their weight and then they go into maintenance and then life gets crazy and they realize their weight. Crept up again, but you know, situational change, you know, whatever that might be. And then they come back to learn the tools and the skills that they need in order to truly lose their weight finally and forever. You know, I have so much mad respect because that is reality and that is life. And some people have been trying to lose weight for 20 years. And as much as you can lose it really quick on the program physically, there's still that mental piece that, you know, like you can be one and done and lose your weight in one program. Great. But then you have a lot more work to do, usually on the back end of it, especially while you're working for the other steps, of the living method. So lose your weight is one thing. Then you want to put time into solidifying your weight. And then you want to put time into maintaining your weight and understanding what maintenance looks like and feels like to you. And then doing that through all these... Things that are going to keep coming up in your life, stressful times in your life, celebratory times in your life. You have to go through all the holidays and all your associations to them, being in tune to your body's needs. Sometimes people, after they've spent, you know, months, few months solidifying their weight, they just need a couple of weeks and they roll into, you know, maintenance and they're off to, I'm good because they've spent more time actually doing the program and working on their issues and associations and beliefs and all of that. Right. Um, Whereas you have somebody who may have done one program, they lost their 20, 30 pounds. They're good. And then it takes them longer to trust that they're going to be able to maintain and sustain takes them longer to continue to practice the skills that they need. You know, even though they didn't, they lost their weight quick, they, they, you know, they, they have habits that are harder to break that type of thing, you know? So I've so, so much mad respect for people who come back to the program as it should be as it as it should be it's such a process it's such a process good morning i'm up three pounds this morning but enjoyed sushi last night yeah that will do it that will do it for sure i love sushi that was so great not a reason to not have it but for sure i like i love so that's like you know that's that's i love that you caught that because that that always happened fluctuates on the scale they're going to continue happen while you're losing and more importantly they're going to continue to to do that fluctuate while you have you are maintaining your weight while you are maintaining your weight, you're gonna have normal fluctuations too. So it's good to see that. It's good to see what's sort of normal. My body, really sensitive. Um, I had popcorn last night I put some extra butter on it and some salt, and oof. I woke up this morning and I was like, Why do I feel this way? Why why are my eyes salted shut? And I'm like, Oh, the salt. Um, it was delicious. It was yummy. I can't I shouldn't really have popcorn because I have a food allergy or sensitivity to it. My hands all break out and like little blisters afterwards, which will I'll deal with that in the next couple of days, but it was delicious. Mm, but the salt, but my my weight will go up from, from um, soy sauce and salt for sure. New lowest low today during a week of lots of socializing, trusting the process, drinking the water, doing the things. Yes, 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 yes. It's mind blowing how different I feel since joining in September. You're putting in the time, putting in the time, doing the work. It's adding up, making a big difference. Different mindset, increased energy, and improved mood. This, this. It is not always about losing the weight, but gaining the sense of confidence and well-being that I was missing out on. Love this program so much. Again, finally and forever is no magic pill. You know, but you're acquiring the tools and the skills that you need. Yes, the way you lose, you go about losing your weight will will make a big difference in terms of your body not rebounding and feel the need to store that weight all back plus more every single time. So that's on your side, but it definitely is that mental part. That's the maintain, that's the maintenance part. That's the maintenance part. You know, different mindset, increased energy, and improved mood. And that's you know what's really important to recognize these things is because when you recognize them, you're really and be really proud of yourself for. Showing up and doing the work to achieve them, you're more likely to keep doing them. And when we visualize a year from now, the life we want to live and how we want to look and how we want to feel, right? What are the habits that have gone into getting you there? And what are the habits that are going to go into making sure you stay there? And then when you think about how you want to reach your goal, your goal weight, right? What are the things that you're going to need to do each day? What are the new habits you're going to need to create? What do you think that that looks like? What do you think are the things that you need to do and focus on? How do you think you need to live your life in order to reach that goal? What are the things that you need to do each day to get to that place? right? That, that's like, that's where the real work is. That's where the real work is at the end of the day. If I only split my breakfast and morning snack yesterday, but boy, I was hungry yesterday. Had to really talk myself out of eating after dinner. Yeah. You're making the body work extra hard, making the body work extra hard. You know what I love that you're picking up on how the way you are eating changes your appetite the way you were eating changes your appetite. This is cool. This is cool. Again, the end game here is to get you even more in tune to your portions. We're still so far off on that. We have so much work to do to get there. (laughs) We're going to get there. We're going to get there. We're going to get you there. But It's really cool that you're recognizing that. I friggin' yelled at myself twice this morning for going uh, for my second half of breakfast before the 20 minutes. I forgot. I think I even startled the dogs, but I made it. Use your living method app. It's got timers in that. Some of you guys may not know that, but you can go into your settings and mess with all the timers and set timers for uh, reminding you when to eat that third or use your phone or use your fancy Apple watch or whatever you got. Set those timers. Again... I mean, this is where, this is, this is you having to remember to prioritize yourself. This is what you need to do. And so it may seem really insignificant and it may seem like, what does that have to, remembering to eat half of my food, what does it have to do to prioritize myself? It's getting you in the habit of thinking about yourself, being mindful of yourself, taking time for yourself, prioritizing yourself. That can be a really uncomfortable feeling for a lot of people. A lot of people have a hard, are here because they put everyone and everything above their own needs right? And so it feels really, really, really uncomfortable for them to put themselves first or for you to constantly... And also, you know what happens is that people... This is where you probably... Notice you're probably not thinking about, you don't have time. You know, that, you know that, um, that meme that goes around, like if you drink all your water, you don't have time for anyone else's shit because you're just peeing all the time. That's kind of like this program in a sense where you are so busy focusing on yourself and what you need and what you need to do. You don't have time for anybody else's shit. And that's actually how you're supposed to live your life. That's how you're supposed to live your life. I'm not supposed to put it out there, counting, weighing, measuring what other people are doing, what other people are thinking, whatever the people are, whatever in here in tune, right? Mind on your own business, staying in tune with what you need, you know, prioritizing your needs, putting yourself first, right? And for a lot of people that feels really selfish. So that's a, a big part of why you're doing that. You probably do that in life where you're not taking time for yourself. I have chronic inflammation in my knees, taking Advil more than I would like to. Any thoughts on foods to help reduce it? Um, we have a post today. Isn't today's post on anti-inflammatory foods? Is that today? Where are we? What week are we in? Sorry, I've got my whole master schedule list here. Oh, this is week. So this is week eight. Pretty sure I talked about that today. Where did I see that? Um, yeah, it's today. I know, I know I knew what I was talking about. I was like, did I not just talk about this in the check-in this morning? I did. Uh, anti-inflammatory foods. Something to be said. No, anti-, anti-inflammatory foods are not going to be the be-all, end-all, cure-all, but with, along with all the other things that you are doing. Uh, we also talked about um, turmeric. Do I have it on my desk? Ah, Curcumin. Turmeric, curcumin, this can be really great for inflammation as well. Um, we talk about this in the book. It's part of the secondary supplements. We actually talked about this with Dr. Paul as well when we discussed the secondary supplements. Um, can you see that? Probably not. Oh, my my camera's a little, my lighting here. Okay. There we go, focus. Turmeric, curcumin, um, this will help. And then check out that post on anti inflammatory uh, foods that we have going out today. That'll help with you. That'll help. That'll help. Non-scale victory. The dentist told me that I look very well and not overweight. <laughs> Those comments in my life are are few and far between. Okay. It's good to get validation from other people. It is. It's nice. It's nice that people noticing that we're working so freaking hard at making change. It's great. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. I know we have, you know, we're in a weird space right now and commenting on how people look. And so we want to be mindful of that. It's not cool really anymore to comment on how people look, but I, it's the healthy, right? You look healthy. You look well. To me, those, I look very well. And that, you know, maybe it's people don't articulate things really well, but you know, you look healthy to me. Like that's a really, you're glowing. You look great. You look good. What's going on with you. You look like you are prioritizing yourself. You look like you are taking care of yourself. You look like you are being healthy to yourself. You know, I think that's what people really notice. That's what people notice. I am dead down 10 pounds today. In the healthiest way ever. Hi, Cola. Learning and unlearning so many great things. On a funny note, I tried on a sweater yesterday. It's a size down. And when I looked at it, I thought that can't possibly fit me. I had Gina in my head and tried it on anyways. Not only did it fit, but it was loose. Later in the day, I walked by mirror and thought, huh, this is, this is really an ugly sweater. Why did I keep this? <laughs> You're changing. Your tastes are changing. That might've been what you would, the old you would have bought or the old you wore. And now you're realizing that's not who I am anymore. That's not who I am anymore. That's not my style. That's not me. That's how I felt. Maybe I tried to hide myself, right? Like that's not, that's not me. I'm, that's not me. And that's probably what you're noticing here is you are actually making change physically, mentally, energetically, that energy and vibes that you're putting out there. It's like, you can't change. You can't change a lot of things, but what we can change is you and then how you see the situation changes right? How you, how you navigate through life changes. All of your choices and decisions change because you've changed, you know, and this, this, can, this can be reflective in your wardrobe. We're going to have Tanya come on from Yaya. Um, she can talk about this with us. I, 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 I want to set up a thing where we do like a, a, a Livy Loser shopping night at one of her stores where we can go there, we can try on some clothes, try on some new styles and stuff. So I'm going to talk to her about that. I'm manifesting that right now. But I'm actually going to call her and talk to her about it (laughs) so that I don't just manifest it. So I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to make it happen.
0: If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. And I
1: am up one pound today, I almost started to feel down about it. And then I remember it at a great walk yesterday where I pushed that heart to work harder. And I have the sniffles non-scale victory telling me I'm doing all the things. Being up is okay. And it's, so are the feels, right? Liz, like the feels are okay too. You're recognizing there's still a deep part of you that maybe doesn't believe that you're going to do this right? I'm working so hard. You know, you know that it's up because of whatever reason, you know, it's not real waking. You probably do not need me telling you that. So where's that coming from? And so I love this awareness. Oh, I felt ways about this. Okay. So note to self, I still have more work to do because I want to get to a point where I get on that scale and I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Okay. Data collection, If I do this, this, and this, my weight is up because my body is sore. I didn't drink enough water. I'm tired, whatever, whatever got going on, just data collection. And there's no emotions tied to data collection, right? That's it. And so to me, that's like, okay, I still have work to do. That's okay. That's okay. I put my gym clothes in the bathroom for the next morning, kickboxing at 6am is a vibe. Ain't nobody going to get me down after that. Yeah. I love that. Preparing, preparing. I, I started doing this too. So I went and washed all of my workout clothes and then I have them in a nice pile. And before I go to bed, I put them. And so did I get to this place where I started all of that? No. I mean, I think when I first started working out and I, listen, I used to be a personal trainer, personal trainer for, 30 years of my life, I was hardcore into working out. I taught aerobics. I was one of the first people to teach spin classes in Canada. One of the first people to teach a step class in Canada. One of the first people to do yoga, like not yoga, obviously. It's been around Pilates when it came popular, teaching Pilates, doing yoga. Like I know fitness. I was a hardcore worker, outer person and um, get up at five o'clock in the morning. I teach classes at five o'clock in the morning. And so when I started getting back into the groove, you guys see me coming in and out of working out, and I might have another moment where I'm, there's, I go days and weeks without working out again. I don't know. But right now I started with just walking, and I put on a, a baggy old pair of sweatpants and I think a sweatshirt and whatever, but I got up and I got on it. I didn't even wear my shoes. I didn't put my running shoes on. And I just started walking. And then the next day, I think I got put on those jogging pants again and a t-shirt. And then again, no shoes, just started walking. And then I was like, okay, you know, let me kind of like dress the part. And I started putting on my workout gear and then, you know, put on my running shoes. And, you know, I just started with walking just really slow. And then walking, getting my body warmed up made me wanted to do some, you know, some resistance training. So I got out a few light weights. And then now I've ordered some heavier weights from Amazon that I now have, and I use those. And then I sort of wanted to add to it. So I got one of those half BOSU balls. And, you know, yesterday, uh, sorry, today I started doing my squats on them. And so the, the getting up and doing, making my tea and then, you know, feeding the dogs and then going downstairs. And then I after I'm done, I come up and I, I make my son some tea. So now what I've been doing is making my son like some tea. So I make him decaf. I bring him a, a cup of a tea in the morning and then I wake him up and I put it by his bedside. And, Hi, bud. It's time to get up. Here's some tea. And I love seeing him first thing in the morning. You know, it's like this whole routine where today I've added reading a book. And so my point with all of this is that I didn't just start doing all of it right away. I just kind of did that habit stacking where I started with the most basic and then I, I, I added something else and added something else and added something else where I really like the routine so much so I've even stole some things from Tony's routine i have like, I'm even coming up and making the bed. So he used to feed the dogs and he's like, that's my job. I'm like, I know, but I love the routine. And he's like, I also love my routine. And Tony's great with his routines. He doesn't need help with his routine. So I've stolen a couple of things from his routine. Um, so yeah, right. Like that's just sort of like, that's just sort of, you kind of just keep building on, building on it and building on it and building on it and building on it. My scale died. So I showed a different one, which showed I was three pounds down. Love that scale. <laughs> Or it could be in the time that you bought the new scale, you lost three pounds. It could be that too. Uh, it's an old scale. Uh, so as much as I wish it were true, I don't think so. Uh, I don't feel it in my body. You never know. I mean, every scale you get on, chances are is going to be a little different. And that's why it's good to go by how you feel as opposed to what's happening on the scale. They're all going to be a little different. Oh, going to be a little different. Why do people feel the need to say effed up things to you when you've lost weight? (laughs) We're going to get into that. I have thoughts. I have thoughts. Um, Let me read your question first and I'll let you know. Um, My sister popped over this morning and had to comment on my weight loss, telling me I need to eat more, eat more fat, blah, blah, blah. I told her I'm eating six times a day, nutrient rich whole foods, lots of fats and feeling so amazing because I'm healthy in my mind, body and soul. Answered kindly, but it still killed my Friday vibe for a moment. Okay. So here's a few reasons. I mean, the biggest one I think is that nowadays, because we know diets suck, right? Great. Right? Like that's like a, that's a universal understanding. Diets suck or even diets don't work. Diets aren't healthy physically, mentally, starving yourself, depriving yourself, all the crazy wackadoo shit people have done to lose weight, not good. So a lot of times people perceive and, and think about this. Let me be real honest about what's happening in the diet industry. <laughs> it's, it's thriving even though diets don't work, diets suck, they're not healthy for you, the diet industry is not suffering year over year over year. It's growing. It's making more money, more money, more money, more money, more money, not less. Obesity rates are climbing, 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 climbing. They're not declining. You know. And here's the thing, for, for everyone trying to lose weight, for everybody trying to lose weight, When you are actually successful at losing weight, people do not believe you've done it in a healthy way because that's the consensus the diets don't work, they're unhealthy, they're not sustainable, they're whatever. So when you go and do it in a way like you're doing it with the living method and you are actually successful, people do not believe that you can lose weight in a healthy way successfully. They just do not believe it they do not believe it. So they can only assume that the reason why you are being successful in losing weight is because you're doing some weird, wacky, harmful shit. So there's that. And, and people don't know what they don't know. And this is why I am being unapologetic about getting to a place where I'm letting the world know about this diet, call it a diet. I'm going to make dieting cool again. Whether it's a diet, whatever you want to call what we're doing here with the Libby Method, everybody needs to know that there is a different way. There's a healthy, sustainable way in order to go about losing your weight. Because everyone, no, It's not like people stopped trying to lose weight. People didn't. They're maybe not talking about it. And, and, and maybe they're not as successful because again, after you've done all those starvation deprivation diets, your body catches on, makes it harder and harder, harder for you to lose weight at the end of the day. So there's that, right? Diets aren't healthy for you. So if you, you are being successful, people are assuming that you're doing some weird, crazy, unhealthy shit. The other thing is people say things like, well, you need to eat more good fats. You you need to eat more good proteins because that's what people are talking about now when it comes to dieting. But again, they're they're talking about eating more protein and more fats in relation to those starvation diets. So they're saying, if you're going to starve yourself to lose weight, you need to make sure you're getting in protein and you need to make sure you're getting in fat. So that's just something that people now say, because that's like, everyone's an expert on dieting now, right? Cause that's what she read on, or she's, she's probably trying to lose weight, just not talking to you about it. And you know, from what she's seeing on social media, it's like, okay, well, if you're going to diet, you have to make sure you're getting in healthy fats and proteins. Well, you don't have to worry about that on the living method. Cause it's that's a given, but people don't, they don't know what they don't know. Right. So that's the biggest thing. They don't know what they don't know. Sometimes it's because they just love you the way that they are. And they, they don't want you to change. And maybe they're noticing change in you. And it's not just the physical change, but it's the mental change. And so they don't want you to change. They like you. It's uncomfortable for them to change. They like you the way that they are. Or they love you the way that they are. So they just want you to know that you don't have to change. I love you. You're okay exactly the way you are. And that's great for them. That's great for them. But if you feel uncomfortable in your body and you want to lose weight... Right, they don't know what it's like to live in your body, so it's great that they don't want you to change, but you should be allowed to want to change right, so again, it's their thing. um, some people will be like, "Oh my god, don't don't lose any more weight, right, Kim, don't lose any more weight, you've lost enough weight, don't lose any more weight when you're like, "Okay, clearly, I have twenty thirty pounds to lose, like what <laughs> I'm gonna lose more weight here What they're sometimes what they're saying is can you please stop fucking losing weight because it's really pissing me off because you're throwing it in my face that I'm not losing weight because I'm trying to lose weight or I'm not doing the things that I know I need to do to lose weight. So to watch you do them in front of me is really hitting a nerve with me. And maybe they're not like doing that in a vindictive way, but there's that underlying you bitch, you know, like fuck, don't lose any more weight. You know what I mean? Cause I just, or wait for me or you know what I love? This is my favorite oh my god you look amazing you lost you've lost so much weight yeah i feel fabulous i'm losing weight oh my god you should do the diet i'm doing like why the fuck would i do your diet when clearly you've just complimented me on my diet i tell you i feel amazing loving what i'm doing what the fuck why the fuck would i go do your diet that makes no fucking sense do you know what i mean why would I go do the keto? Well, you should try keto. What? Why would I try keto? I'm losing weight. Oh, you should do intermittent fasting. Why, why would I, why would I start starving myself when I'm clearly, do you know what I mean? So you're right. People say the weirdest shit. A lot of times it's out of love because they think that you're being harmful because they, if they only know what they know from diets, a lot of time it's out of like they, everyone's an expert when it comes to dieting and what they're learning. And there's a lot of new stuff out there. So the, maybe they're just trying to have a conversation. Maybe they're just trying to add value. I don't know. Um, sometimes it's because of, and most of the time it's because of their own thing. And do you know what the worst is, which is, so, which is weird and complex because of the whole, we're not trying to compliment people on their body. The worst is like when people say nothing, <laughs> nothing, and maybe they're saying nothing because they don't want to jinx you because they've they've heard you say it before or they've seen you lose weight before and they don't want to say anything because what if you gain it all back, you know? Or maybe they just they're hearing in, out there you know, that it's not cool to compliment people on their bodies anymore, but they don't have to say, oh my God, wow, you've lost weight. They could say, oh my gosh, you you look amazing or you look healthy or, you know, you look like you're making some changes. You know, what's going on with you? You know, you look different, you know, what's, what's happening. Um, You know, but some people will say nothing. We've, we've had people come on and share with us that they lost 80 pounds and their closest friends haven't said a word. (laughs) You know, what is that about? So people are rightfully messed up and unsure of what to say, how to say it, um, for a variety of reasons for a variety of reasons, you know, and this is what I love about people talking about the living method. Sharing is caring. And you may know someone who's doing a crazy diet or who might want to lose weight or somebody's talking to lose weight. And if they say to you, Hey, what are you doing? You can be like, Hey, I've, I'm doing this uh, great program. Here's, you can find my, more information here. You know, if someone's interested in it, that's what I love about our website is that you can just go there and the person, there's FAQs, there's information. So you don't have to feel like you're telling them what to do or any of those things. You can just let people make their own decisions and choices. You know, if you want to hey, I'm doing this program, you can check it out. Hey, if you want to read more about it, you know, if you got any questions about it, I'm happy to answer. That's a good one too. You know, if you got any questions about it, I'm happy to answer so yeah, that's why people, and the reason why I spend so much time on that is because you are you can encounter that kind of um like you can, you're gonna as you're successful, you're more people, they're not so savvy at what to say and how to say it, and you're gonna get a lot of this. And sometimes what happens is that you get so much of it that you that you begin to think it's there's something wrong. Have I? Have I lost weight in a healthy way? Am I being healthy? Have I lost too much weight? Am I changing? Am I whatever? Right. So, again, what do we do? We keep our energy directed at ourselves, right? Not worry about what people are saying or not saying to us at the end of the day. It's how do you feel? How do you feel? And, you know, there are always people who have the best support system. Man, if you have an amazing support system around you, be so grateful for that because a lot of people don't, a lot of people do not have an amazing support system. And if you are recognizing right now that you do say thank you to the people around you, be so grateful for the people around you because that really truly is special because for a lot of people, that's not their, that's not their experience, you know? How do you deal with the medical system when you know something is off hormonally, your weight isn't moving, and the comments from doctors, dietitians is maybe that is just where your body likes to be. Um, you find a new doctor. However, I know that's a lot easier said than done. And so this is where you, are, you need to be an advocate for yourself because when they say to you, maybe that's just where your body, body likes to be, you can say, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. I have this extra fat that I need to lose. You can really educate yourself on what's happening with your hormones. Like the the reality with doctors is there's actually not a lot they can do. That's one of the, I mean, this is why natural paths and supplements might be the thing that you need to go look for because, you know, a lot of doctors won't even look at you until you've missed your period for a whole year and you can suffer for 10 years until you've missed your whole, your period for a whole year. And that's a lot of really old, old school doctors, but you know, you are in tune and your doctor is there for you it's not like you can be demanding and whatever and, you know, be assholes to them. But at the same time, like you you, you also need to be an advocate your, for yourself. And you'd be like, no, 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 no. This isn't, first of all, my hormones and my weight yes they are tied in together but they are two separate things and you know this is what i'm feeling with my hormones i'm feeling hot flashes i'm irritable my I, my heart is racing i'm my gaining weight in my midsection i'm you know while i'm actively trying to lose weight and this is and if they want if they if they're like well you know you need to eat better whatever you take this big ass fucking book in and you plop it on their fucking desk and you say this is what i'm fucking doing and then you'd flip to a page and you you talk about anything on here and start reading one thing and it's about healthiness, eating healthy, give them the fucking grocery list. Just give them the grocery list. These are the types of foods I'm eating. Take your journal in with you. Take your journal in with you and be like, this is what I've been doing. Right. This is how I am eating. And so this is where you need to be an advocate for yourself. That's why I love our conversations, especially about hormones. It's not an easy thing out there. Doctors can be very dismissive about your hormones or give you an antidepressant. And so what we learned from Dr. Link about antidepressants, there's a reason why you're given an antidepressant when you're having hormonal issues because you're not getting the sleep. Cause you know, though your, your body is functioning differently. There's a variety of reasons, but that's not the be all end all to addressing your hormones at the end of the day. And so I think your doctor needs to be respectful of the conversation. See, you also have to sit in your doctor's chair. And with so much going on out there, a lot of people are like, well, I can't lose weight because it's hormone issues, but they're really, they're not following the Libby method. They're just doing another diet where they're starving themselves, another diet where they're depriving themselves. And so your doctor is going to be like, assuming that you are just trying to lose weight the same old way everybody else is trying to lose weight. And, you know, it gets to a point where your set point is set and it just is the way that it is. And it is, you know what they mean by maybe that's just where your body likes to be. They're talking about your set point, right? They're talking about your set point. And it is so difficult to move your set point. But you know what? It's possible. In fact, your body is designed to make change. Your brain is designed to make change. We are rewiring and reworking how our body and brain has come to function. And what you are doing is lowering that set point. And so what you're noticing as you are actively working hard to lower that set point is through conversations, you're probably noticing there's something going off hormonally with you, right? And so you need to be an advocate for that. And so, you know, get to know the signs and the symptoms, whether it's thyroid issues where, you know, it's cortisol stress issues, where it's, and 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 understand too, a lot of the fix for hormones, for cortisol, for thyroid, a lot of that is a healthy lifestyle, making the changes that, you, that you're making here. So, so, so jo- doctor's a little jaded because I think something like less than 1% of people, um, who leave the doctor after the doctor tells them to go lose weight and eat healthy, actually do it, actually do it. My doctor said the exact thing last week. Maybe you need to up your cardio. Uh, cardio stress my body. She wouldn't listen. A very frustrated conversation. Your doctors are very rarely nutritionists, um, nor are they fitness experts, and they're really great to go to when you have an ailment and you need a fix. Um, but there's a lot that you can do to be proactive about your health and wellness. We're going to actually talk to Dr. Olinka about this on Tuesday how to level up your health far beyond just weight loss, which I think this would be a perfect conversation. So, so you know what I would do? Um, I would re and you know, what's really exciting too. We're going to work on some master classes. So we, we can only put so much in the group here, but what we're going to do is work on some master classes. We're going to do a whole hormone series, for example, with Dr. Alinka, we're going to add in Dr. Paul. We're going to, we're going to do a whole, we're going to do these like little series that you can purchase for a super affordable. That's the thing. We're not going to all of a sudden charge hundreds of thousands of dollars, super affordable for like extra time with our guests that are talking about specific 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 topics, because we know you want to go down the rabbit hole. I mean, we could spend we could do a whole 12 week, I'm sure, hormone program. Right? In fact, there's diets like that. There's like the hormone diet, there's all sorts of diets like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, But anyway, um, what I would do is go back and sort of listen to the conversations that we've had with our experts and educate yourself in a sense of like really feel confident in what you are saying and what you are doing so that when you go to your doctor, you have a list of, you're not just like, well, I feel this and I feel that you have like a list of symptoms. How many times do you have hot flashes? How often does it happen? How long do they last? Track your sleep. How much sleep are you getting or not sleeping? Is your heart fluttering? Track how many times a day that happens, right? Like notice changes. You have, you've been tracking your weight, which is really great. You've been tracking everything everything you're doing. So that is so powerful to be like, this is what I'm doing. You know, I've been doing exercise. I've been doing this. I've been doing, you know, resistance training. I've added in all of those things, you know, so you're going there with real like information. So you can have a very informed conversation with your doctor. And at the end of the day, they can't really say no to you. They're there to be, they're supposed to be an advocate for you. Um, But yeah, that's a, that's a whole thing, Brandy. That's a whole thing for sure. I gotta go. Gosh, I'm, ah, I'm still here. I'm not going anywhere. Just a minute. This week has been a total mess dealing with the backup drain issues. Not what I need when drinking five liters of water a a day. Oh, like at your house. I don't know if you're talking about like your, yeah, this could go either way. (laughs) However, I was able to stay on track and split up my meals and snacks yesterday. My non-scale victory onward and downward. This, this is what I mean. This is where we started this conversation today. Manifesting is so much more than knowing what you want and why you want it reaching your weight loss goal is so much more than knowing what you want and why you want it. Sure, that's your beacon. That's your guiding light. That's where you're going. That's your motivation. That's why you signed up for the program right but visualize all the things that you're working through and things that you need to do it's not always going to be like everything in my life's going to go great and align perfectly it's moments like this that you do the things that you need to do even though life is making it hard that's what it's about you want to manifest the way there manifest the day to day manifest the path forward that and do it intentionally You know, that's, these are the types of things that you want to visualize, you know, go back and revisit that, man, how did I feel? I had a lot of stress going on things with the drains, you know, it made it hard and more difficult for me. Like, but I did that. And what did that take? Why did I do that when maybe before I would have given up? you know, and here I am. And how do I feel now? I feel amazing. Cause I didn't let one little thing throw me off. Like I would have before. I would just been like, Oh shit. That's like, I fucked it up. I'm done. I'm behind. I might as well eat this. I might as well do that. I might as well just pack it in, forget it, start again later. Maybe I'll just sign up for the spring summer group. Do it then, (laughs) you know, do it then. This is exactly what I'm talking about today. So when you think about manifesting, don't just manifest the end, visualize, feel the work feel the work that you're going to need to do every single day, right? Don't just focus on, don't just focus on the, on the, don't focus on the when at all. In fact, right? Give up on the when, stop focusing on the when and focus on, you know, what you need to do and why you need to do the things that you need to focus on that. I got to go. I'm procrastinating. I love this conversation today. Thanks to everyone who showed up. Happy Friday. I also love where we are at in the program. It's such a cool place to be because literally, please don't throw our family doctors under the bus. Okay. I want to stop right there. No one's doing that. Okay. I want to stop right there. Don't shame people for being honest about situations that are happening with their doctors. Doctors are human as well, but nobody is throwing their doctors under the bus. But the reality is there are some shit doctors out there. And, and also, don't gaslight people who have been overweight and their doctors blow them off. Well, you're just fat. Just lose the weight. It's just weighted. So please do not shame people who have been gaslighted their entire lives because they're overweight. Don't do that. Don't do that. Okay. Don't do that. Nobody is throwing doctors under the bus here. People are sharing their own personal experience. My, my ex just died in the spring. I'm going to get real emotional here. My ex has died in the spring. And when he got sick and he's a black man, Do you know that they actually let him out of the hospital? He was in like an ICU and almost died for five days. And some woman who came in, a doctor who was filling in for his doctor that day because he made a joke and he was lighthearted and he didn't look like he was dying, kicked him out of the hospital that day. Well, you look fine to me, she said. You look fine to me, she said. And you know, he came back 24 hours later and he almost died again. And you know what they said to me? Thank God you came back. We're really sorry. But doctors are human too, and people are allowed to feel ways about how they are treated by their doctors. You're allowed to. And we need to be advocates. Is our healthcare system a mess? Yes. Do we have some amazing people work in the healthcare system? Absolutely. Absolutely we do. But do not undermine people's personal experiences with their doctors. We have a major healthcare issue here in Canada. We are so lucky. We are lucky in Canada that when we have something going on with us, we don't have to go broke to get it fixed. But that doesn't mean that we have a perfect healthcare system. And some people have the doctor that they have because they can't find another doctor. There's a massive shortage of doctors. And so that the doctor that they're dealing with isn't the best doctor. Okay? I know I got really emotional about that, but I feel really strongly about this. And you have to know here in this program, we don't do that. We don't talk smack about people. We don't undermine people. We have doctors. We have experts who come on in our program. We're all about that. We have a mad respect for doctors around here. I sure as shit know that I don't want to live my life without my doctor. My doctor is amazing. I went to go see my doctor last week. Two hours 2 hours my daughter and I were in there. She took her time. She goes above and beyond. She is amazing. She got my do- daughter into that into the the mental health system so quickly when there's like a huge 2 year wait. You want to know why? Because she's amazing and she was an advocate for me. And I sat down in front of her and I cried about the fact that I feel like shit emotionally, some days I cry all day. I feel broken down. I'm my, 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 my waist is, is thick. And I, I feel like I'm battling my weight and how I feel every day that I'm not sleeping. I'm not, I'm happy. And, and you know, she sat there and she listened to me and you know what she said to me? Let's figure this out for you. Let's figure this out for you. I, my life is amazing. I walk in there. I got nice clothes on. I'm whatever. I look healthy. I'm not overweight. But she sat there and she listened to me and she's like, surely something. She's like, I'm like, I don't know what it is. And she's like, well, it's got to be something. Let's figure it out. Let's figure it out. And that's your doctor's response. Let's figure it out. Okay. I got to go. Um, I got to go. I'm sorry. I felt emotional about that, but nah. We don't do that around here. We don't, we don't throw anybody under the bus around here, but we are absolutely fucking ass advocates for ourselves and we're going to do it unapologetically and we will not be shamed for it. Have an amazing day, everyone. Have an amazing weekend. Unfortunately, I will not see you this weekend because I won't be going live because it's the weekend. I'll be off taking care of myself, prioritizing myself. (laughs) And I hope you do too. I will be checking in on you this weekend. So make sure you pop into the group if you've got any questions at any time. We have a whole team of people ready, happy, here to help support you. So ask as many questions as you need. This is where you want to ramp things up. You want to go a little deeper. You want to be all in. And we are absolutely here for you. Have an amazing day, everyone. And I will see you around. Bye.